This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Taz and the Moose. Coast to coast. Pillar to post. On CBS Sports Radio. Yes, yes, a good Monday morning to one and all. Taz and the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Mike, Sam, thank you across the way. Bogus, your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time. We go live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. A good Monday to one and all. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, bud? Oh, good, Moose. I uh, hope your weekend was splendid and all yeah, of our listeners. Yeah, it went great, huh? That's awesome. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, it was a good weekend. Good yeah, mine weekend. was fair to Midland. Uh, but yeah, so a busy sports weekend, and we're going to cover it all right here on Taz and Moose. Baby. Yeah, we are. Yeah. A lot to get into, certainly. Uh, Ryan Wilson will join us a little later on the program. Look forward to that conversation. Covers the National Football League. A uh, friend of the show has joined us. A number of times uh, since this show has launched, Taz, and we begin with what was kind of, uh, not kind of, I mean, the, the stunning news over the weekend, which was, you know, I was up at uh, Saratoga, my dad and I, annual trip up there to Saratoga for Travers weekend, Friday, nice. Saturday, and Sunday, nice. and, um, you know, having a good time hanging out with my dad and stuff like that, That's and cool. uh, get back to the, you know, hotel on on Saturday night after what was a, a great day of racing at the old race course and um, was stunned, absolutely stunned uh, after dinner, stunned to see the news come in, check the Mets score. They're tied up at five at that time with the Atlanta Braves, then flip over to ESPN uh, to see, uh, to check on the uh, the uh, the college football game between Miami and Florida at that stage and see the Schefter report on the scroll underneath breaking news that Andrew Luck is retiring from the National Football League and could not believe it. I mean, just had a, one of those ones where he had to do a double take and hopped on social media on Twitter at that stage to make sure exactly what I saw, my eyes were not deceiving yeah, me, was, not uh, was exactly and, yeah. true. And yes, it is indeed true at 29 years of age that Andrew Luck was, was done um, with the NFL and done playing quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts after what was a – Comeback player of the year season a year ago in which he threw, what, 39 touchdown passes. Yeah. Uh, now dealing with the the calf strain, high ankle sprain, uh, and still de- being in pain that he was done with all the rehab, done with uh, the pain, done with uh, the constant uh, work with uh, medical officials to try and get back on the football field. And he wanted to step away and not just step away, but retire from playing quarterback in the National Football League. I mean – groundbreaking, stunning, earth-shattering news. I mean, that that's exactly what it is. I mean, a huge loss for the Indianapolis Colts, a huge loss for the National Football League, and a huge loss for football fans that enjoyed watching Andrew Luck play, play football collegially at Stanford and over the course of seven injury-plagued seasons, but with seven years with the Indianapolis Colts. 
Yeah, I, I too was extremely surprised. Uh, I was at my brother-in-law's house. We were having a barbecue. And, um, yeah, when we were hanging out, we had, I don't know, there was TV on in the background outside when I was outdoor TVs. And I, I know we watched the Yankee game a little bit, then we watched the Met game at 7. I think it's right around now. I don't, I don't remember the exact time that the Luck News dropped. It was right around there, like 6.30 p.m. Eastern-ish, 6 p.m., whatever, somewhere in that dinner time range. And I was shocked. I was like, wow. And, I, and I went right on my phone I, like you, and I looked on social media, I looked on Twitter, and I, just to make sure it was correct. And sure enough, the you know, as you know, the tweets start coming in from every single account. You know, every king, you know, big sports uh, people who cover sports. So I was like, wow, this was a shocker too. I mean, we know that he's been banged up like crazy. You and I have talked about Andrew Luck, and you know, is he injury prone and everything? Just last week, we've talked a lot a lot about him a lot. Uh, last year, right, when, when he came back, I was I was saying, ah, there's no way he's coming back next year. You were like, no, he will. You were right. I was wrong. He did come back. He had a good year, you know. And then the whole thing with the calf and the high ankle, like you just said, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, and for such a young guy and such a great player and, and went healthy, as you know, he's great, Moose. It just, well, was great. I guess you guys are saying past tense now. I mean, uh, uh, but he's been banged up a lot, and 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 so that 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 takes a toll on you, you know, and rehab takes a toll on you. But young guy, you know, for, for making well, so much money, you know, yeah, and 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 he was done, and you know they, you know, the, I guess the first layer to the story is the 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 report by Schefter, right, where the plan was is that Luck and the Colts, and he had conversations over the course, I guess, two weeks ago. He said last week and a half, two weeks. Was when he first started, you know, stepping, uh, started thinking about retiring. Uh, when he was, uh, you know, when his when his ankle slash calf was not getting better, and he was still in a tremendous amount of pain. Um, so the plan was to have, a, I think it was a three o'clock Eastern time uh, press conference on Sunday afternoon uh, to announce the retirement of Andrew Luck. So the first layer to the story is. The report by Adam Schefter, which I don't blame Schefter at all. That is his job. Some said, you know, well, you know, maybe he should have held it. Uh, his job in, in covering the National Football League and being a guy that's in the know, breaking stories, whether it be Antonio Brown, whether it be now Andrew Luck or whatever it might be, uh, and Schefter does a remarkable job. You know, I don't, I don't blame him. Or, or I don't, I don't, I don't think I think he did the right job. Uh, and his job in reporting the story on Saturday night, that is his job. I would not have held the story. His job there is what he finds out information, and he knows that information to be true. His job there is to report it. Uh, <laughs> I, it's a tough one for me. I mean, I can't argue what you're saying. It is his job. You are correct. And, you know, he gets paid a lot of money, and he does a great job. There's no doubt about it. I follow his account. Um, most of us in the industry, why wouldn't you follow his account? He does for this reason. He breaks news. Um, and he's, I don't, I don't know percentage, but he's usually right. Um, so he, his, his sources are really good sources. Um, I just think this one's a little tough for me to swallow. I mean, I'm, if I knew Adam Schefter, was, I'd be, would I be pissed at him? No. If I was lucky, I might be pissed at him. But because this is something that it's, it's a, it's a ma- massive announcement that should come from the player. Looking at it as an athlete, I'm just saying it's a, it, this obviously was something that he's talked with his family about and his team, his coaches about um, Andrew Luck, and and somehow well, he didn't talk to his team about it. Not I, that's why I said his coaches. I yeah. didn't say his team because yeah, yeah. Frank Reich knew about it about a week and a half ago. Right, right. So just the point is, it, it's I understand a guy Schefter, his job is to get it out there, but I'm just saying this is a big, this is big, this is big that this kid's career ended. 
and he's going to make this announcement. I do think there's a way that Adam Schefter could have put something out saying that he has some information that that's whatever. I, I, it's tough to even paraphrase off the top of my head. Something teasing that he knows something and that something's going to come from Andrew Luck or, or reach out to Andrew Luck. Something. I just I understand the guy's a job, Moose. You're not wrong, wrong about that. I agree with you on that. But for me, I'm a little bit on the fence on that. I got to be honest. Yeah, it, I would, it does uh, kind of take I me would off be more bit. critical of of those that were in the know. It was an inner circle of Ursay, Reich, Ballard, the general manager. Um, you know, I don't know exactly who else was part of that inner circle. I'm sure they kept that tight uh, in terms of these conversations that Luck had. Luck had multiple conversations with Jim Ursay, uh, the owner, uh, over the course of uh, the last week and a half or two weeks. I'd be more critical of the person then that leaked that information out to Adam Schefter than I would be for Schefter for doing his job. Uh, yeah, it's tough to find who that who that's, we call it in the rest of the business, call that a stooge. Okay, yeah. it's tough to find out who the stooge is. I mean, that's the thing. Oh, no, but, you're never going to find out. Nah, but my, nah, nah. my point being is I think they're but nah, more, I agree with you, they're more agree. in the wrong than yeah, Schefter yes. doing his job. No I doubt, mean, no because yeah, he, yeah. That's his, his job is to find the information and report it. Right, so, right. I mean, I, and I get it. It's a tricky scenario to where then you're having a, a press conference by luck. We'll play the comments, and then you're having Ursay, Ballard, and Reich meet with the media as well late on Saturday night, and they wanted to bring out and, and do it what they consider to be the right way on Sunday afternoon and be able to control the message a little bit more than they did on, on Saturday night. So you had that layer. Then you had the strange situation of when the story did break, Taz, of Andrew Luck walking off the field in Indianapolis as the throngs of media and photographers are surrounding him. Yeah. And he is getting uh, booed by some Indianapolis Colts faithful out there at uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. Now, you know, I know everyone has, you know, hot takes and, and everything in terms of the Colt fan. I, I think, it, I think everyone, from my perspective anyway, um, I, don't, I don't have any issue uh, with the Colt fan emotionally at that stage uh, feeling let down and bothered uh, by the Luck scenario. It's not that they hate Andrew Luck. Um, it's a case of the disappointment of their season being so hopeful of being a playoff team. They're thinking about he- – fans are passionate. I don't want to uh, – well, hold on, let me stop. Yeah. So you're, are you saying that you're okay with them booing him? Uh, I, I, am not, I am not overly critical of the fans booing him. Right. I'm I, really not. Oh. Well, we agree to disagree, then, I guess. That's fine. I think it's absolutely asinine that a, a grown man or woman would act like that when another adult, ha- his career or her career has to end due to injury or due to can't, just can't go, they don't want to deal with the stress and what their family goes through, through the whole rehab process, which this guy's been through a litany of inju- injuries at a young age, and what kind of chronic pain he might be in. I live in chronic pain. Okay, I live in chronic pain. No, I understand from, that. From a business that's supposed to be fake. Okay, I live in chronic pain every night. Every night I wake up around one one thirty in the morning with my arm numb and my leg numb, and it wakes me up. And 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 I got to walk around my bed a little bit and then lay back down. Okay, Taz, the fan is that, not thinking about that. But that's, that's right. That and I'm here to tell the fan. That's that's why it's asinine, ridiculous, and selfish. Yeah, I can't. To boost some, let, let me finish, please. To to boost somebody. When they, it's from a, in a physical industry, no matter how much money they make, 
and they have to leave because their body and their mind and their family and the stress, it can't go on. It's selfishness. It's, it's not living the game, and that's why people boo. They don't understand it, and well, they never will. A, it's being a fan. It's, uh, it's being it's selfish. Really, well, it's being a fan. <laughs> you want fans selfish. to be passionate? Nah. At, at, no. I, I, there's Taz, a lot of fans. Fa- 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 no, you're not. You're I can say, no, no, hold no, on a second. Let me, a I let you're you speak. A fan, me, you're putting a no, fan no, in a butt. You're saying it's being a fan. I know fans are like that. A lot of fans are. A lot And a lot aren't. Most of them didn't boo. But a lot. But some did. And the idea, but the point being, but Taz, I gave you your chance. Let me speak. Let me speak. You got three hours to speak, bro. Here's the deal. You got three hours to speak. Taz, here's the deal. Here's the deal from my perspective. I understand Got to talk all day. Yeah, I'll shut my. Mic. No, I don't need you to shut your mic. But ahead, we're gonna have it back. You're giving the fan at that stage reading that a guy is retiring from the NFL two weeks before the start of the NFL regular season, without seeing a press conference, without seeing the emotion, without seeing any of that. You know, I, I think in in terms of being overly critical of the fans that had the gut reaction of booing, to me, I find to be kind of comical. Um, I, I'm not, I, the, the idea that an Indianapolis Colts fan that booed should never root for the Indianapolis Colts again, that you're not a true fan of the Indianapolis Colts, I think is utter and complete nonsense. No, I, I agree uh, with you on that. I, I mean, that, and I, I think, but that, those are, those are some of the reactions that you got. How dare you boo Andrew Luck? How dare you do this? How dare you do that? It's not a case. I'm not critical of Andrew Luck's decision. You know, he has every right at 29 years of age being, financially secure for the rest of his life to do whatever he wants to do. I'm going to miss watching Andrew Luck play quarterback in the National Football League. I'm not telling you if I was in Indianapolis on Saturday night that I would choose to boo Andrew Luck. I'd be more in shock than anything else that his career was over. But that's where you get to the point of the person, the trickle-down effect that leaked the story to Adam Schefter. Schefter then reports it. It gets put out there. Everyone on social media understands it. He all of a sudden gets word. He shuffled off of the field to head back to the locker room to try and gain control of the situation, and booze rained down. Some booze rained down at, at Lucas Oil Stadium. I mean, you know, I am not, I'm not one here to sit here and say, how dare you for a fan that feels disappointed that Andrew Luck is uh, that is Andrew Luck is retiring from the NFL. That Andrew Luck is no longer going to play quarterback after seven years. After he throws thirty nine touchdowns a year ago, I don't think they're thinking about the pain that he's in. I don't think they're thinking about any of that. Um, they're just being a fan. I mean, that's all. Um, and and I was not. I, I I'm not saying that I would never have done it. But I'm also not going to go out there and rip and tell fans how dare you a boo. Well, I didn't say to anybody how dare them. What I'm saying is, I think that for someone to react like that, unless they're sitting in a stadium and they're and they're bombed, drunk on, on you know on a, a stack of beers, okay, then maybe you're not in your right mind and you're acting like a fool, okay? Or maybe you know maybe it's something. Maybe it's a bunch of teenage kids that are just you know horsing around with their friends and then they heard and they're booing Andrew Luck. But I think that if just imagine, like for argument's sake, if if you're a mom or a dad, and you're there and you have kids, like the age of your kids, like young kids, little kids, you know, and and they're at the game with their parents, and now you're booing a player and like, hey, mommy, daddy, why are you booing Andrew Luck? And then you tell him, well, he can't play no more. He says he's not playing anymore, no you know, because he was hurt. You know, that, well, I don't know what kind of a like what kind of a parent would do that. Let's just say it's a parent who did that. As far as being a fan. I, I've said it with wrestling fans, sports fans, it don't matter. You, you pay the bills at the end of the day. You're entitled to boo, cheer. I, I'm not saying they're not entitled to boo. They can boo anybody they want. They can cheer anybody they want. I, I'm not begrudging them for that. What I'm saying is it, it, it just it's 
for someone to do that, to have the kind of gall to boo a guy or a girl who can't compete anymore or doesn't want to compete anymore because of the reasons that we've been discussing, um, I think that's just ridiculous. Um, I do. I'm not saying they're not entitled to do that, and 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 I'm not saying you would do that, but I'm saying like first, I can't wrap myself around to put them over um, on the radio, on TV, on a podcast, and say, well, you know what? Hey, I understand why they're mad. I that part I don't get. That part I I can't understand. Well, it's an emotional fan base. I'm an emotional fan too of my teams, and one when, when, when a one of the a, a good player on a team I root for gets injured, I don't act like that, and I'm emotional for my teams, well, and no, I'm no, passionate it, about my teams. But let's go. I mean, it, he's injured. He, it, they're not booing an injury on the field. It's not like Andrew Luck is getting carted off the field and they're booing. He's walking off the field right. uh, of his own volition. He is dealing with a calf and a high ankle sprain because there there is a difference. I mean, you know, yes, he's banged up, he's hurt. He doesn't want to do it anymore, which is his God-given right. The Indianapolis Colts fans just saw their season go up in flames. Well, maybe not. Well, I mean, for the most... they got a real good defense. You know that. Well, they they, I mean, they, the, they got I, a good offensive line. He threw 39 touchdowns. As much did. as people I, like I, Jacoby Brissett, know, I'm not telling that. you that Jacoby Brissett but, can't play the quarterback position. Taz, you know this. I, I mean, the quarterback, he's a, he's a generational talent at the quarterback spot. So they just saw their year go up in flames. If you had the initial reaction to be disappointed and to boo a guy walking away at that stage before the presser has even had. See, you know, you, you don't get the chance to see the emotion of Andrew Luck. That's after that reaction. You don't get to see any of that if you're a Cole fan. All you see is the initial report by Schefter and then him shuffling off the field. And the reports by Schefter about him uh, you know, not wanting to go through the rehab process and the fact that he wants to travel the world with his wife. And if you're a Colt fan and you spend your hard-earned money there to watch Andrew Luck play quarterback, I can understand. I'm not telling you it's right, right, right. But I'm also not gonna. I'm not gonna go out and because I saw one person after another say, "How dare they? They should never root for a football team again." You don't know the athlete. You don't know. Well, the, I, w- I wouldn't uh, say that part. Well, How dare I, I, you? No, that, but that's I'm, but but I I did see that. Well, I, I believe did hear you. That. I believe. And listen, I I I understand Andrew Luck's in a lot of pain. I feel for Luck. I mean, I really do, but. I also think that, you know, in hindsight, after they if they were able to see the luck emotion and we'll play some of those cuts at the presser, I don't think they would ever have booed him. I think it's initial reaction. You're sitting there on a Saturday night. The last thing you're thinking about is – I never thought it. I'm up in Saratoga, New York. You're at your brother-in-law's barbecue in Long Island. And, you know, you, if you're a Colt fan, you're showing up to that game. You're like, all right, luck's banged up. Been there, done that. We'll see him hopefully week one of the NFL regular season. If not, maybe the first you know few weeks in the NFL regular season, and then poof, yeah. he's gone. No, I know he's I, gone. And then if you're a Kofi, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, one thing well, for Peyton Manning <clears throat> to finish off his career in Denver. Now, after just seven years, in which one season we didn't even have him, uh, but after seven seasons now, Andrew Luck is done in the National Football League. I can understand the disappointment. I'm going to tell you it's right, but I can understand it. No, and, and, and I could, too. And I understand disappointment. And, and, and it's, it gets to a point, though, where it's like I understand what you said earlier about being a fan. I, and, you know, there's good times and bad time, but times about being a fan, too. And, and I'm just saying, like, for me, like, I don't sure. know. I've never – I've been to a lot of events and sporting events as a, as a fan. Um, and I've you – know, I'm a Met fan. I've been through a lot of losing, and you know what I mean. So, and I, I don't, I don't boo. Like I don't boo guys. I, I don't yell at guys. Like I don't yell around. I just, 
I don't know. I think I think most people um, who've been in a pressure situation as a performer in some degree, an athlete or whatever, and I, I you understand how tough the job is, and you know their goal is to do well in that inning or on that play or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever athlete. So I, I'm not into the whole. I mean, I, I'm a little different though. I know that's part of what makes great sports, watching great sports, or when something happens and all the fans boo or something like that during yeah. for a play. That makes it fun. I know. I'm just one of those guys that kind of. No, I'm probably I'm not, the most boring listen, guy to go to a game with. I kind of just sit there and watch. Well, I don't listen, do nothing. I'm not, I'm not a booer. I'm I'm not one that goes to games and 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 need to to boo disappointment and failure. I mean, but there when I was younger, um, you know, when I was 16, 17 years old, yeah, and I got disappointed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe I'd drop a boo. I never booed an injury, never booed anything like that. But strike out in a bad situation, you're hanging out with your buddies, you're at a baseball game, right. hanging out with my dad, of course. I mean, there are times where you'd boo. I mean, I wouldn't be over the top, but yeah, I mean. I, I think, you know, that comes with being a passionate, you know, at times passionate fan. Now, some team people take it out of control. Other right. people are hammered, as you mentioned, drunk, yep, whatever, yep, yep. inebriated at a game, however you want to describe it, and, and they take it to a different level. I mean, some people are fighting with people in stands. I never did that. I never, I never oh, do God, that. That's and, a whole, that's a and, major and that's a problem. whole different yeah, level. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, there's, there's different levels of fan reaction. I just... You know, I don't want to. I I think some painted some Cole fans in, and they did not look great on Saturday night. But I'll also give them a little bit of a pass, Taz, for the fact that they've been a classy fan base. Uh, they've done a lot of things the right way. If they had one bad moment, it's not that big of a deal. Well, frankly, in, in a really really bad spot. Right, right. I I understand. Um, well, we can agree to disagree, but frankly, I have a I have a bigger problem more than the Colts fans. With and I don't, I personally, I don't want to speak for you, but I don't want to give oxygen to some of the guys in the media that had all these hot takes and they're just trolling, you know, just to act like an ass, you know, and take shots at a guy, you know, because you want to get uh, maybe a hundred more Twitter followers or you want to get a retweet or you want to get someone to listen to your radio show uh, this you know, later this afternoon or tonight or whatever, you know what I mean? Some of these guys, and I, I, I'm not looking to give them oxygen. Yeah, you know, oh, I agree with you. You man. know who I'm talking about. Yeah, what I'm talking about. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. And well, and uh, you know, just it's you know how it is. It's just to just to have that hot take and get that reaction and be the heel. That's it's just you know, or for someone else's career when you don't even mean it. You're over there sitting ripping a guy, you know, and and just to get people to maybe watch your your TV show or listen to your radio show. No, I, I listen. I I don't disagree with you. I am more critical of them than I am the fans. Me too. Me too. Um, I agree with you on I, that. I don't because I, I think you're in a, a position of of influence. Right. Um, I think people, you know, and I get uh, there's some people that are going to say things that that they want people to react to. Right, I've exactly. always, yeah. as a talk show host, I never say anything I don't believe. Um, I'm never going to troll. I'm never going to tell you something uh, that I, I wouldn't tell my wife or my dad. <laughs> you know, talking about the sports or friends, whatever. Um, you know, outside of doing this radio show. So I, I, I that's the way you go. I know that's the way you go as well, Taz. Yes, yes. Uh, sure. So I'm never going to be and say some of the stuff that I think people would be probably look back on it four or five months from now and say to themselves, uh, I probably shouldn't have said that yeah. uh, after the luck retirement. Um, and there was a lot of that on Saturday night. Oh, and God, and it was kind of, I guess, I, maybe it shouldn't be surprising in today's day and age. <laughs> Uh, but it was a little, uh, it was a little surprising to me uh, to see some of the stuff, whether it be he's a millennial or he doesn't want right, to go through right. rehab or he's quitting or he's doing this or he's doing that. Um, you know, Andrew Luck is in a position where, um, 
You know, the Indianapolis Colts, as an organization, did a terrible job of building a team around a franchise quarterback. Um, they got cutesy with the, the players around them. Um, they did not build up the offensive line. They did not protect the asset. He took unnecessary hits. I think one of the NFL guys that I followed listed the list, went through the list of injuries I that Andrew that. Luck I had that, yeah. over the course of his seven year career. Yep, yep. Um, you know, I think it was a lacerated kidney, uh, the shoulder surgery, uh, you know, the concussion, at the least concussion, one, at least at least one. one concussion, right. uh, broken cartilage in his ribs. I mean, you go up and down the line. Labrum, and, shul- yeah, labrum, yeah, labrum shoulder, right, the shoulder surgery. Yep, yep. Um, he's gone through a lot over the course of, of seven years. Um, I don't blame him. I mean, honestly, I don't I don't blame him for, right. for stepping aside. No, no, dude, it's, it's tough. It's tough. He's a young guy. Maybe he just wants to have quality of life. But I will say about the fan, I get what you're saying. And I, that just crossed my mind before when you were talking in your commentary. If you're a season ticket holder and you, you love Andrew Luck and that's why you bought those tickets – yeah, that could tick you off, but I do think you got to kind of take the high road in, in public, even if you're just a fan, even though you're ticked off. You know, yeah, I, mean, I get we agree, we agree yeah, to disagree. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not uh, you know I look at it more a case of what was a, a tremendous law. I, I I look at it a little bit differently, um, and that's that's what makes our show great is that we come from different vantage points, different viewpoints. So we'll agree to disagree, uh, but want to hear from you eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two. Four two two seven. That is your number to call. It's Taz and the Moose here on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio is for Live, brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. All right, everybody uh, who's on hold, we'll get to you guys in a second. Uh, Andrew, we got a lot of people on hold here, so thank you, everybody, calling. We'll get to you. Everybody wants to talk about Andrew Luck. Yep. Uh, hey, uh, Andrew Bogus, so welcome to Taz and Moose, on, sir. Taz Moose, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Yeah, Marcus Mariota's tough summer continued last night in preseason game number three. I promise it did. Okay, that went well. Hold on, stand by one more time. Three, two, and one. We'll fix this in post. Right. Marcus Mariota's tough summer continued last night in preseason game number three. Second down, 10. Mariota in the shotgun. Protector Lewis to his left, standing at his goal line. Wants to throw it. Has time. Now he's surrounded, and down he goes. And that sack is going to be a sack and, and a, a safety. safety. Oh, man. Stefan to it. The lesson here really is you guys need to talk more in unison. I don't know what catchphrases you want, but you need to come together and be like, oh. and the three. Yeah. Or, you know, it's time yeah, yeah, for BCS. Nice. I need yeah, 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 the two yeah. of you to come together. Like in harmony. Voices. <laughs> yeah, it's one voice. If right. you want to sing, I think that's next level. But at the very least, talk in stereo. Uh, maybe okay. in a few seconds. Thank we'll you, Bill Hillgrove, Tunch Ilkin, Steelers Radio, Stefan Tewitt, sack of Mariota for the safety. Started the scoring in rainy Nashville last night. Ben Roethlisberger tossed a TD pass to Juju Smith-Schuster on the ensuing possession. Mariota didn't return after the safety. Head coach Mike Vrabel didn't have an exact plan for Mariota's playing time last night. 
but had seen enough. I think I wanted to see how the game was going. And at that point in time, I thought it was in the team's best interest and everybody's best interest that that we, we get him out of the game at that point. And it was a smart call because the Steelers didn't stop sacking Titans QBs. Seven total in an 18-6 win. Roethlisberger went eight for 13, 63 yards, and that TD in his lone preseason appearance. Antonio Brown reportedly lost his second grievance with the NFL over his preferred helmet, but it appears he will win in the end because AB is reportedly close to having a custom-made helmet and a connected endorsement deal. The Patriots activated Josh Gordon yesterday. He went through his first full pad practice and could play Thursday against the Giants. An MRI has reportedly confirmed a torn ACL for Texans starting running back Lamar Miller, and Moose's skins have named Case Keenum their starting QB. Let the wins begin. Florida State, as expected, going with James Blackman against Boise State this weekend. The redshirt sophomore QB winning a competition that included Wisconsin transfer Alex Hornibrook. After getting swept in Oakland, the Yankees, thankfully, bouncing back with a series win at Dodger Stadium. Pitch swung on and hit in the air to right center field and deep. It is high. It is far. It is gone. A judgy and blast. His third home run of the series. He is getting hot. That is, of course, John Sterling on Yankees Radio. DJ LeMayhew, Mike Ford also took Clayton Kershaw deep in a 5-1 victory. Yankee starter Domingo Herman allowed only Jock Peterson's leadoff homer over six innings. Cleveland third baseman Jose Ramirez having surgery today for a broken bone in his right hand. We don't know yet when or if he returns this season. His team took a 9-8, 10-inning home loss from the Royals yesterday. They are now three and a half games behind the Twins in the AL Central. Minnesota down Detroit yesterday, 7-4. The Nets have given Karis LeVert an extension for his 25th birthday. It's reportedly three years and $52.5 million, and it begins next season. USA Basketball playing another tune-up in Australia as we speak. It's against Canada. They're in the second quarter. You'll have to find the score yourself because I didn't write it down before I came into the studio. Uh, 38-30, I'm told. The Americans lead the Canadians this just in from CBS Sports Radio basketball insider Mike Biseglia. Okay. Uh, the you. FedEx Cup and its $15 million check went to Rory McIlroy. A four-shot win over Xander Shoffley at East Lake in Atlanta. McIlroy and Tiger Woods, now the only golfers to win this more than once. And Louisiana beat Curacao 8-0 to win the Little League World Series yesterday. For the very first time for that state, American teams winning back-to-back titles for the first time since a five-year run ended Back in 2009. Nice. Guys, well done there, Andrew. Hey, hey thanks, Moose. My pleasure, you guys. Way to go, bud. Great uh, job. We're talking about luck in the Colts. Yeah. The stunning announcement Saturday night uh, out in Indianapolis. Andrew Luck, at 29 years of age, has decided to call it an NFL career. All right, let's go out to Indiana, speak to Jareth, listening on a radio.com. Hey, Jareth, what's up, man? You're on with uh, Taz and Moose. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? What's good, up, Jared? What's going on, bud? All right. Um, you know, everybody's talking about how, uh, oh, my gosh, you know, the season's over, blah, 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 all that. You know, I've been a Colts fan for a long time, and, you know, I really don't see it that way. Yeah, it sucks. I hate it. I hate to see that Colts or the Andrew Luck is gone. However, I do understand it. Right. I mean, uh, he wants to go through injury after injury and injury like that. I completely understand he wants to live his life. He right. wants to enjoy his life. Exactly. Um. But, you know, we have Jacoby Brissett, which, yes, he's not Andrew Luck. I'm not saying that by any means. He is a 
I feel like he is a game management type of quarterback. Um, you know, we got a good offensive line. You got you got a real good offensive line and a real yeah. good defense oh, yeah. and a real good defense. Oh yeah, we got a great defense. We got great receivers right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a good running game with Mac. And you know, even if we don't do good at all, we have a pretty good uh, draft class with uh, quarterbacks coming up too. Right. True. So, True. Uh, I'm really not that worried about the future of this team. Like I said, it sucks, but I think there are brighter days ahead coming up for us. I think and you're right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's not over. I mean, you know, you you will rebound. You mentioned it. I mean, there's six really good college quarterbacks. Um, you know, Herbert out of Oregon. We appreciate uh, probably the Probably the top guy on that draft board. Um, going into, you know, next April's NFL draft. And, yeah, you got to see how the season does play out. I, I don't want to, though, minimize the impact. In, and we'll see what – there are some talent evaluators that think Jacoby Brissett could be a star of the National Football League. I saw Lewis Riddick tweet that out, mm. who does a very good job on ESPN, um, that the, the Colts think very, very highly of him. We'll see. He's going to get his opportunity yeah. now uh, to yeah. be that kind of a guy in Indianapolis. And, and Taz, we'll see how, just how good he is. It's difficult, though, when you have a guy – and you're right, there are other – the offensive line is good. You mentioned the defense, the ground game. But – we all know how important the quarterback position is. Of course. It, it could look yeah. a lot different when you have a quarterback out there that's not throwing 39 touchdowns as Luck did a year ago. Right. Well, Bissett did a good job stepping in uh, for Tom Brady in New England, too, though. He did a pretty good job. But I, but I agree with you on the quarterback spot, obviously. Uh, let's go to Lima, Ohio. Talk to Matt. Listen to 93.1 FM. Matt, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Long-time hey. listener, first-time caller. Oh, oh, thank you, Matt. Thank you, sir. What's on your mind, bud? Um, first-time, long-time. Uh, I've, yeah, you guys make my morning every morning. You make ah, work a little more, right. a little more tolerable. Thank <laughs> there you, you go. Appreciate, appreciate. Um, my, I guess as a football fan, I mean, I'm not a Colts fan. Uh, I'm just a, a football fan. My team's the Bengals, so my quarterback issues always <laughs> there. Um, <laughs> I just, I can't believe he waited till a week before the regular season. Uh, I feel like that's where a lot of the rage and the booze came from. Um, if, I, I can't say they wouldn't have booed him, but if it would have happened earlier, um, I feel like he could have just gave them a, a little bit of a you know he kind of put him in a rough spot for the season not yeah but what, you know, but if he couldn't if he knew he couldn't play anyway i understand what you're saying publicly he didn't, he could have you're, you're saying he could have let let the, the the team know and the fan base know i got that part but you know he probably luck probably realized that his that you know his body was failing and that he wasn't able to play for maybe four five six weeks hypothetically or the rest of the season cuz they didn't know they remember that injury kept building each week week a little bit more and more like the Kevin Durant thing it was like the same type thing so you know uh, I, I, I you know I, I I don't think Matt that you could put a time clock on when someone's body and their emotions get to a point where they just can't do the rehab and deal with this BS anymore it's tough to I understand the timing does stink for Colts fans and his teammates I agree with you but they've been going all camp with Pacet as, as the as the top guy and he's been working with the ones so I would think he's pretty much ready to go. And I know to Moose, your point, yeah, I, Bissett, he's not Andrew Luck. He's probably never going to be. I, I I got that part. I do. I understand yeah, that Yeah, well, I mean, I, I would just look at the timing of it, Matt, though, is you got to understand it's also a slow build. When's the perfect time? The perfect time would have been before free agency or the NFL draft. At that stage, Andrew Luck was, you know, he suffered the – you know, the, the, the calf injury in, what, April, right? Uh, they didn't think it was going to be as significant as it turned out to be where it developed into a high ankle sprain. So, you know, this is not a case of coming off a, what, a comeback player of the year season that Andrew Luck is all of a sudden going to call it a career. His body was healthy. He was feeling good. They had a playoff loss in Kansas City against the Chiefs. 
you know, that's not the stage. That would have been the perfect time if you're going to step away. He's not stepping away at that stage. And then he never thought that this injury would take as long as it did to rehab and come back. As he said on Saturday night, you know, they, they had conversations about a week and a half, two weeks ago. The Colts were holding out hope that he would change his mind. They were holding out hope that over the course of time that he would say, you know what, I'm ready, you know, uh, you know, it was kind of, yeah. I was just frustrated. I want to come back. I want to play football again. So at that Matt, stage, there would the not call. have been a perfect time. Even if it was two weeks ago, it right, would not right. have been a perfect time. The perfect time would have been months ago. And right. at that stage, they never, luck never anticipated his Correct. calf injury Correct. develop into that's, the injury that it developed into. That's my point. And, and Matt, and we appreciate the call, but, and I, and I get his, I understand his, you know, what he's saying. I know you do too. I mean, and, and that's, I think, part of the, the stinging part for the Colts fans is that the timing of it. But Well, yeah, I mean, that's know. what I said on Saturday night. And you said it here. You yeah, said it first I mean, segment. so, I mean, like, you know, I, yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, that's where the emotion runs deep. I mean, that's where it's it, it's tough on on a lot of different levels. They boo because they love. I mean, that's, that's it. They love watching them play. They're going to miss them. They want to see number 12 behind center. They're selfish. Uh, that's you know, what fans, I'm saying. Uh, well, that's true. But they, they, are they, they are selfish. Yeah, <laughs> but that's. But also, fans are. You know, they've. They. You know, they. They live, eat, and breathe football. They. You know, they're a great sports town. Indianapolis is a a, a great city. Um, you know, and and the raw emotion at the time of seeing from their perspective. All due respect to Jacoby Brissett. For their season to go up in flames, and for the fact that after at twenty nine that Andrew Luck is is stepping away, yeah, sometimes the emotions get the best of you. Yeah, you know, I, and the thing, you know, what really ticks off athletes a lot, like really ticks off athletes, is when they feel like fans look at them just as a machine. You know, like they're not people, they don't have families, they don't have issues off the playing field, and they, you know, and that these are people. These I understand they're big True. major stars, but they have lives. They have, you know, it's just their career though. And they get paid a lot of money, so I understand the love of the athlete. But still, they do have families, and they want to have quality of life. Yeah, and, and but I, yeah, and like I mentioned earlier, I think it's tough for for a fan sitting there to take all of that in in the span of fifteen minutes. I mean, I think you're asking a lot of the fans. But I mean, that's the way I look at it. I mean, it, it, before he gets ushered off the field after the Shepard report, eight five five. Want to hear from you? What's your take? On everything that transpired Saturday night, we'll hear from Andrew Luck in the particulars at the presser on Saturday night out in Indianapolis as well as the Colts star calls it a career at 29 years of age. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Taz Moose on a Monday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to ask the pros. Where you, the listener, get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. Submit your question. Be listening later on the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. They we're talking a lot about Andrew Luck, who uh, you know shocked the world over the weekend with his retirement at 29 years old uh, from as the Indianapolis Colts quarterback. A lot of people calling the show, thoughts and opinions about it. Do you like the way he did it? Do you, do you think it's classy the way he did it? Do you think it's wrong that he did that? Unfair to his teammates and the fan base to do it right before the season starts. 855-212-4227. Let's go to West Virginia and talk to Buff 
Uh, Buff listening on 94.9 FM. Buff, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's going on? Morning, gents. How you doing, buddy? Hey, uh, I, I got to tell you what. Moose, I, I know as a longtime media member, you're going to support him, but Adam Schefter was totally wrong in his, the way he pulled this off. You guys talk about somebody trying to get more uh, more burn for themselves. Uh, I think it was him on this. He could have he could have handled this a lot better, and you wouldn't have had a lot of the booing. You wouldn't have had a lot of the stuff that you did. Um, and then for him to show up on TV the next morning, trying to play it off and blame it on Jacoby Brissett, I just think he comes out looking terrible in this whole thing. You know, Buff, he's a, he's an information guy, though. What that's his job. His job is not to analyze games. His job is not to tell you whether or not a guy, they had a good draft class or evaluate college talent, or his job is to tell you what he knows about what's going on in the NFL. And did he not just do his job? He did it. And, but as you well know, as anybody else, there's different ways to do your job and he could have handled it a lot better especially for a quarterback that, that has given his all to his franchise and his city, deserved a lot better than what Schefter gave him. Well, what, what, Buff, how exactly, you know, how exactly would you want Schefter to have handled it then? Hold on to the info? Say if he holds on to the info and then Ian Rappaport reports it. Or holds on to the info and Jason Lockenfora reports it. But, 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 and me... he decides not to do his job. Then, then that's not that's he's getting paid a lot of money to report that story right but like but let me buff hang on a second but here's the thing moose and you're right okay because these guys are competing against each other and i understand that but then it becomes about them the reporters and not this this player who's the guy who's drawing the money you know and then the guy who has to hang up his cleats at 29 years old or you know so then it becomes more about him like i said earlier i and i get your point moose but I feel like Andrew, I'm sorry, uh, Schefter could have put out information and tease that he has this information, but out of respect for the player. Is some, I don't know what the verbiage is because it would take some time to think of that verbiage if you're Schefter. There is a way to do it, to get it out there without causing the problems that it did cause, you know, for, for Andrew Luck, uh, or getting booed and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I guess, I I. I I don't have an issue. I mean, I you know, guys, you know, Woj with the NBA, um, you know, you know, are we in essence? I mean, Schefter's doing his job. Everyone else makes it him part of the story because he reported the story. Just like when guys report baseball trades, whether it be John Heyman, Ken Rosenthal, go up and down the line. I mean, he, every every sport's got insiders. You look at uh, you know Bob McKenzie with the National Hockey League. Uh, you know, Darren Dr- there's there's guys that that know the inner workings of and what's going on and who's going to sign where. Right. I mean, well, you know, because it it doesn't you know it it leads to what is quote unquote kind of a you know an uglier scene on Saturday night. You know. That's not Adam Schefter can't be thinking about that at that stage. He finds information out there that one of the great stars in the National Football League is deciding to call it a career. Right. You know, on a Saturday night, he finds out that information. He's supposed to then think about where Andrew Luck is and not do his well, job, he, what he's getting paid to he, do. He's got the scoop, and he wanted to scoop those other guys, and he did. And and then it, and then he, you know, it, it, it made Luck look real bad. Uh, and and the, uh, the timing of it was real difficult. And by the way, side note, like I, I don't, I know you were about to say that. Aren't we in essence this show, our team, uh, members of the media, and aren't we? 
I can't speak for you. or any, I tell you this. I come on this show here. I have zero sources in the sports game. I'm not coming with you. My opinions come from my instincts, my gut, my feeling as a fan, as a former athlete. I'm not. I have no sources. So I'm, I don't put myself in the, These guys, they do a great job with the information they get. Uh, you went through a litany of list of guys, and those guys are all credible reporters. I, you know, I, I, I don't. Me, I just I'm, I'm a little different. I the way I do my job, but I'm not. I, that's not my job. That's what those guys do. You you've been in the media game a lot longer than me, so you know it's, it's, you come from a different world than me. You know. Oh, well, yeah. I, I mean, they just have a, a different tact. They're not coming. You know, we're not going on as as insiders to the National Football League. I mean, I do have people I know in in all respect. Well, you've been doing this and, a long time. Like I mean, that, media, but, I mean yeah. so I, I do have, have sources around the different leagues, but sure. you know, my job is not to break stories. Right, um, right. You know, I'm not. Thanks, boss. I'm not. Appreciate it. I'm not there combing and making phone calls on a day-in, day-out basis to try and find out information. I'm not that kind of – that's not my job. That's not my intel. I don't know. I, I get I, – I know it led to an ugly – I don't think Schefter's thinking about that time, and, and he's getting paid really handsomely a lot of money. to lot find of money. that news a lot of money. and to report that news and for ESPN to, to have that story. And if he doesn't do it, then he's not doing his job. And that's his job to go out there and do. We'll continue the conversation next. Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 